today on Transforming Lives. Demonic spirits from the land. And because they did it, I, when they got up the next morning, the fever epi epidemic had stopped. Because God is a good God and God is faithful. And God still delivers today. We, we are continuing our series concerning the harvest is plenteous. Amen. Last week we told you that um, we, we, we need to continue to trust God. We told you about um, God empowering us, Jesus empowering us to do the work of the ministry as we partner with him. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Open your Bibles, please, to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10, we want to read from verses 1 and verse 7 and 8. Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 and verse 7 and 8. Verse 1 says, And when Jesus had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. Amen. Verse 7 says, And he said to them, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. Um, Dr. John G. Lake shared a, uh, a story that how God was able to um, deliver um, a, a particular district in South Africa from a fever epidemic. He said that um, during that time, hundreds of people were killed doing 
during that time, um, during the epidemic, and um, it was true um, spiritual warfare and prayer that caused the epidemic to start. He said in South Africa some years ago that in a single night, a fever ep epidemic struck the country and more than 350 miles, um, and as he went from one section of the district to another, he observed people dead in their beds, wives, children, husbands, all of them, families were stricken. Within a one month time, more than 25% of the entire population in that district were dead, both men, uh, white and black. Um, they had to organize a group of people to dig graves and a group of people to make casting. They, they could not buy sufficient wood, so they had to wrap people in blankets and, and, and bury them. And some of the, sometimes they would not even bury them in blankets because the blankets were necessary. But Dr. Lake shared that, um, John G. Lake shared that there was a man in his church who God has anointed to pray and appointed to pray. And this man began to seek the face of God for deliverance. And he would spend days under the tree, uh, a thorn tree, praying and seeking God and asking God for intervention to break the, the, the fever um, epidemic that were ravaging the country. Many times, um, John G. Lake passed by him in the morning. You would see him praying. When he come back in the evening, you would see him praying. And most of the time, you would ask him, have you broken through yet? And he would say, not yet. And sometimes John, uh, um, Dr. Lay said he would have to carry food for him and force the man to eat so that he can be able to get his strength. But one day as he was passing, um, this man said to him, he said, uh, uh, um, uh, um, Mr. Lake, I feel that if I can get some kind of help, I will be able to break through. And so um, John G. Lake said he went and knelt by the man and they began to pray. He began to pour out his heart to God. And as they were praying, the power of God, the Holy Spirit overshadowed him. And then all of a sudden he began to, to sense himself moving from the tree going towards the cliff. And when he opened his eyes, he saw in front of him flocks of demons um, just like sheep, a flock of sheep that they were moving and as, as he was praying, he, the man also sensed it and so the man came rushing and casting out and binding the works of darkness and they, they were able to drive out those demonic spirits from the land. And because they did it, when they got up the next morning, the fever epidemic had stopped. Because God is a good God and God is faithful. And God still delivers today. We, we are continuing our series concerning the harvest is plenteous. Amen. Last week we told you that um, we, we, we need to continue to trust God. We told you about um, God empowering us, Jesus empowering us to do the work of the ministry as we partner with him. We also told you that Jesus assigned us a tax to go and to make disciples. He assigned us a tax to, to heal the sick and to cast out devils. And then also we started to share with you concerning some of the things that have hindered um, healing and deliverance and miracles in, 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 in uh, um, the lives of, of, of people today and how the church uh, um, have 
have turned away in such a way some the large portion of the church that, that have come to the place where they don't believe. And we need to understand that healing the sick and casting out devils were a central part of the mission of Jesus Christ. He came to fulfill, he came to seek and to save those who was lost. He said to the scribes and the Pharisees one time, he said, those who are a well do not need a physician, but I have came, I have come not for the righteous, but for sinners to come to repentance. Jesus commissioned us as his church and anointed us to carry out his work, to heal the sick, to cast out devils, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, and to share the unadulterated gospel. For us to deny uh, a question if it is God's will to heal today is to reject the commission that Jesus has given us to go into all the world and share this gospel. Because the gospel requires both words and demonstration. And we need to be faithful with just like Jesus minister, we need to minister also. I want to share with you us some of the, the ways that, 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 that the church has has turned away and caused uh, um, the healing and the miracles of God and the works of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, to diminish in the church. During the first three centuries, when the church was born on the day of Pentecost after Jesus rose from the dead, 50 days after, the, the believers understood that the gospel needed to be preached with the assignment that Jesus gave to minister healing to, the, to, to, the, to those who were sick, to raise the dead, to cast out the devils. When you read the book of Acts, you will see over and over that the believers preached the gospel and demonstrated the gospel. Many times the, the, the church was met in wounds and they taught, just like Jesus said, teach the disciples everything that I have taught you. And so they taught the disciples to do exactly what Jesus taught them to do. The minister healing. And we find out that it was not only the apostles that were ministering healing and deliverance, but every, every, every believer was doing that. I mean, we saw with Stephen, we saw with Philip, we saw with other believers that were ministering healing. And it continued all the way to the tree, the, the, the first tree century until the emperor Constantine was converted. Now, it is significant that the church that was persecuted by the Roman, Romans became uh, 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 to the place where the church now became the church of Rome. That is in itself is significant. But something happened. When the church became powerful, they took their eyes off God and they put their eyes on political power. They put their eyes on possession. They put their eyes on things that don't last. And they failed to realize it was the power of God, the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God that caused them to come to the place of notoriety. And because of that, when Constantine became the, the, the emperor, became a Christian, he legalized Christianity as the major uh, religion of Rome. And because of that, being a Christian now became popular. And people who did not know God, did not accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, had no desire to serve God, came, quote-unquote, became Christian in name. 
And because they became Christian in name as generation passed, they turned from serving God to focusing on their own things. And because of that, it caused a lot of problems. The, 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 the Roman Catholic Church began to uh, 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 make rules. At first, it was, it was uh, um, everyone was praying for the sake. And then all of a sudden, they turned it around because they were focusing on political power and, and economic power. They, they took their eyes off uh, um, the spiritual things, and they began to focus on that. And so they, 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 instead of allowing God to do the work now, they began to, to limit the work of God to just the priests and the bishops. And so they limit praying for the sake to only the priests. And then they limited it even further to only those uh, um, who, quote-unquote, they consider the sins. Um, they put their, 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 their statues in a shrine, and people had to go to those shrines uh, 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 in order to, to, to ask for prayer. Um, pray to those sh- shrines and believe God that the, 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 the fallen sins, the, those who, quote-unquote, they, they, they name sins because of part of the apostles, they began to look to them, to look to those shrines as the healer instead of looking to God. In AD 380, um, Augustine, who was a prolific writer and, and one of the great theologians in, in the Christian church, um, began to, to teach that, that, that healing was not for today. Um, they began to teach things that, 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 that the, the healing were only for the apostolic age. Only the apostles could, could heal and healing had ceased because they were not practicing um, trusting God anymore. And so they, they began, and later on Augustine himself began to realize as he saw people begin to he, get healed. But the, the, the church continued to drift away from God because from the from the third century all the way to the 16th century, they drifted away from God. They changed, they prayed for the sake to only the bishop praying or the, the priest praying, and then all after in the ninth ninth century they changed it again for that the praying for the sick was no more praying for the sick now, but it became praying as the last rite. That means somebody will pray for somebody who was about to die. And so it was not praying for them to be healed, but it was praying for them to uh, um, have a good entrance into the kingdom of heaven. And so it, 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 they changed and people began to be afraid to pray for the sake. The lay people couldn't pray for the sake anymore because when they pray for the sake, they labor them as witches. And so all of that hindered the move of the Spirit. It hindered God from doing what God wanted to do. And then when the Reformation started in the 17th century, uh, um, Martin Luther and John Calvin, John Calvin began to teach concerning the, the, the cessationism. He began to teach that the, 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 the healing and the miracles and, and the gifts of the Spirit ceased with the death of the last apostles. They believed that only the apostles who heal and, and, and minister. Even though he believed that the healing was uh, um, that Jesus did was right, but he believed that healing was not for today. And after John Calvin, John Darby uh, um, continued to teach on the same cessationism, and he separated the apostolic age or the early church from our day. 
And because of that, a great portion of the church today, great portion of it has ceased from praying for the saints. In fact, when you go to, to, to some, some there, there are so many times that you hear people saying all kinds of things to justify that miracles don't happen. I heard a story that a, man, a, 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 a professor was trying to teach uh, um, that, that um, healing was not for today. And he said concerning um, the, the children of Israel passing through the Red Sea. He said it was so, it was a small water that they, they, the children of Israel passed. It was not actually the sea. It was just a, a, a pathway. It was a real sea. That, and that's where they passed. So, so the, um, uh, um, uh, um, it was not a miracle. And so uh, one of his students asked him and said, well, well, if it was not a miracle, then it was just a small uh, spit of water that people could just pass. How is it that the entire army of Egypt drowned in that small sea? I mean, that means it was a greater miracle for an entire army to drown in a small water. You see, sometimes you understand the, the mindset of how people think and how they try to justify that God is not still working today. But I want, I'm here to let you know that Jesus commissioned the church to minister the gospel. And he said to them, as you go, preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Um, freely you receive, freely give. Dr. T.L. Osborne shared a, 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 a story of a woman who received a revelation concerning God's healing uh, um, uh, by, by reading the scripture. He said um, this woman was in New York and she had tuberculosis. And, and, uh, and, and he shared concerning this, this lady that um, as she was uh, uh, meditating in, uh, um, on the word of God, she was reading through First Peter. And when she came to First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, the Bible said, uh, she said, um, Dr. Um, Osborne said, she read the, the portion where the, the, the scripture says, uh, um, who in himself bore our sins, in it, bear our sins in his own body on the tree. And when she read that, she was so blessed by it because she has accepted Jesus as her, as her Lord and Savior. She was a good Good Christian, she rejoiced in her salvation. She knew that when Tobacolase had taken his toll on her life, on her body, when she died, she was going to go to heaven. And so she, she was overjoyed by how God had, was faithful to save her. But then she decided to read forward. And as she read further, the Bible says, By whose stripes you were healed. She looked at it. And one that she had never heard about it before. She had never read in the scripture concerning divine healing. She had never um, been taught about healing before. And so she read the scripture. She read back to, to uh, 1 Peter chapter 20, um, 2 verse 24. Where the Bible says Jesus bore our sins on the tree. She knew that was true. But then what about by his stripes you were healed? She began to question is this true? Does God really mean it? Does God really provide that healing in the word of God for us? 
And she, she recognized, well, this was a revelation for herself. And she realized, well, a meaning, yes, God wants us to be healed. And so she cried out to her mom. And she said, Mother, do you, do you know that God says that I was healed? And her mother said, what do you mean? She said, here is in the scripture. The Bible says that you were healed. By whose stripes we were healed. That means I was healed. That means I'm healed. She told her mother, Mom, please bring my clothes. I need to get up from, from this bed of affliction because God says I'm healed. Now the mother wanted to um, try as much as possible to calm her daughter down because she has been sick for a long time. And she tried as much as possible to calm her down and to not get her to be excited. And then the girl said to her mother again, Mother, didn't you say to us that we needed to believe the entire Bible? Haven't you taught us to believe every word in the scripture? Uh, um, if you do, and the, the mother could not stop or, or hinder. And so the girl got up put on her clothes, walked throughout the house, and she was entirely healed. She shouted, and within a few weeks, she was able to gain her, her rightful pound, and she was completely restored. She got a revelation that God still heals today. You see, in spite of the devil's trick to hinder that wish, God wants to do. In spite of Satan's strategy to prevent the church from continuing believing in the healing ministry and, and sharing the gospel and, and allowing people, God has always tried as much as possible to keep the fire burning. God has used people to continue to light the flame, to minister uh, in the 18th and 19th century, the fire of God's spirit continued to burn in Christian. And uh, 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 believers began to rediscover that God still healed. In 1906, the Bible tells us there was an explosion of the Azusa Street re Revival. And because of that, people began to, to believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Pentecostal movement started, and the renewal of the gifts of the Spirit began, and healing and deliverance started. They began to believe. It is said that, that the, 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 the launch of the early Pentecostal, they, they, they carried the gospel all around, sharing the gospel, healing the sick, focusing on the, the works of God. And because of that, God began to uh, uh, minister to people. The believers began to understand that in Mark chapter 6, where the Bible says, they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. The signs shall follow. They trusted God and began to allow God to do His work in their lives. Over the last past hundred years, or so, God has continued to anoint men and women, ministries, to minister healing and deliverance. God is, con uh, is continuing to do that even today as we speak. But God used men and women in the, doing the healing revival. Uh, um, Amy Simple McPherson, um, John G. Lake, Smith Walkersworth, A. Allen, William Burnham, Gordon Lansley, 
Catherine Comer, Lester Summerall, Ora Roberts, T.L. Osborne, Maurice Sorello, T.L. Larry, Benson Adahosa, Rahel Bonke, these were men and women of God that God used mightily with big healing ministry that God used, and many others that God used. And God is still using men and women today. Amen. People are experiencing healing, the healing power of God. God is demonstrating His power today. And we can continue to believe that God is faithful and God is continuing to heal today. Men like Benny Hinn, men like Hart and Henry McDover, men like Daniel Kalender, Randy Clark, Heidi Baker, uh, um, David Ayedipo, Bill Johnson, many and many, many, many others. God, are, God uh, is using them today to bring healing and deliverance in the lives of his people. God is doing it now. And we can believe him and we can trust him. As I was studying, I, I was reminded of a, 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 a lady who was a... Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309, or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. On Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.